Good afternoon. It's a cloudy day with a bit of rain here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and thank you all for listening to Third Gear, a Formula One racing podcast. I'm Kate Egan, a marketing major with a passion for Formula One, and today I'm joined by my brother, Cooper. Cooper's an engineering major whose interest in Formula One is responsible for introducing me and the rest of my family to the sport. So, when did you start watching Formula One? Uh, 2016, I believe. Um, That first year was 2016. And who did you follow? Fettel. Which was Ferrari at the time. Yep. Yep, and he was until, I think, 2021, right? I want to say. And his teammate at the time was Charles Leclerc? No, Raikkonen. Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen, 2016. Right, right. And what were some teams and drivers at the time that you liked, other than, obviously, Vettel and Ferrari? Um, It was mostly uh, Vettel and Ferrari at the time, because they hadn't quite gotten fallen to the crazy strategic shenanigans that that we're seeing this year more oh yes um so they were they were up top i did like red bull especially with uh danny ricardo um he was up there as a as a favorite driver mclaren was terrible at the time they hadn't bounced back from what they were at that point they were still trying to figure out issues with reliability in their engines slow and prone to blowing up. It wasn't Alpha Tori at the time, it was still Toro Rosso. Force India was still Force India, I think, but I mean, mostly the grid has stayed the same. Still didn't like Mercedes. <laughs> as long as it wasn't them, I was, I was mostly fine with it. Oh yeah. Mostly Ferrari, a little bit of Red Bull. Okay. And 2016, had you like started watching the sport already knowing things about it, or you just kind of started watching it? We're pretty new to all of it. Yeah, not not really. I mean, just kind of picked up, picked everything up as I as I watched. I didn't have any prior knowledge. So, did you know about Vettel's past championships with Red Bull? Like, why'd you choose him? Vaguely. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you chose Ferrari because Dad got you a Ferrari shirt. It was a hat. Oh, a hat. It was a hat. While he was, was overseas. It was, it was Vettel's hat, and I think the the Ferrari store was in New York. In New York. Okay. Actually. Um. So you picked Vettel, started watching. Did you start at the beginning of the season, end of the season? Not really sure. Don't remember too much. Started at the beginning. Started. Yeah, the beginning. I remember watching um, Alonso. Uh, I think wrecking in Australia, the first race of the season. That was like he flipped, like end over end into the gravel. That was a insane crash I'm still surprised he walked away with it without a scratch yeah it was 2016 I think it started from the beginning because uh, yeah I don't remember anything before that point right so Australia 2016 was the first race you remember watching then I believe so <laughs> um, what was the most like memorable of your first races you remember watching or was it just that first one I mean the first one was really I mean it's yeah it's hard to top memory when it comes to a wreck like that. I believe it was Spain a couple weeks later that Hamilton and Rosberg took each other out, and that was fun. 2016 wasn't a bad year. Yeah, and the dislike for Mercedes just comes from their winning streak. Mostly, yeah, and you know, Mercedes are kind of boring. All right, um, so Vettel, Raikkonen, you enjoyed their team relationship and them as a group. What were your thoughts when Raikkonen left Ferrari? I was disappointed, but I mean, I didn't really, I don't think I fully gained an appreciation for how good Raikkonen was until after he left, Mm -hmm. which is a shame because like looking back on his career, not just like in the years that I watched, but before I joined, he he grew on me a lot as a 
both a personality and a driver. So yeah, at the time it was kind of disappointing to see him leave, but on one hand, I kind of wish he could have stayed around for a little bit more, but on the other, I'm glad that Leclerc was able to join, at least for the time being. He deserves a little bit better now, but what are you gonna do? So with both Vettel and Raikkonen both retired now, who are you kind of picking for? I like Leclerc. A little, quite a bit, mostly because of the the carryover, I guess, from uh, the Ferrari days, and I like his personality too. Like he's he's a driven, haha, driven guy, but like he's very, very talented and willing to reflect on himself. Like he's he's self-critical. Yeah, a little bit, maybe too much at times. Mm -hmm. But I I do like him that like he's not always just oh it's the other guy's fault. So this past season with Sebastian Vettel still racing, but maybe not in championship contending car, have you been going for Ferrari more often despite their strategic issues? Oh well, yeah, because like they're at the beginning of the season, they were first three races, yeah, they yeah. Were looking to be the championship contenders, and they first three races straight up, they had the best car, I think. Partway through the season, a technical directive hit, and that seemed to. I don't know, the car wasn't the same after that point. So, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I was hoping for Ferrari to win because, again, I don't want Mercedes to win, and Ferrari was the only person other than Red Bull that was willing to, or at the time, seemed like it was capable of winning the championship. championship yeah. So how are you feeling about all those strategic issues Ferrari seems to be having, yeah. engineering issues? Uh, well, engineering hasn't really been that much of an issue, of a problem. They've had, what, maybe two DNFs this season based off engine? Yeah, they had a problems. couple. They had what signs in Austria and with the car catching fire. That was um, the one. That was the most memorable one. I'm sure there's more. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's the one that's coming to my mind anyway. I mean, I'm sure there's more because like Leclerc. I feel like Leclerc's had a couple mechanical. I'm DNFs. sure he has. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look to mm-hmm. double check. But yeah, it's it's not really the engineering as much. Right. As the true. car again itself is really really good for for a good bit of the season and yeah it could get better especially after the aforementioned technical directive. It's mostly just strategy. That that's inconsistent strategy has killed Ferrari the most. For example, I don't I don't know what it is about them, but they seem to like make a plan and days in advance for what their strategy is going to be for a given race weekend and then don't change it despite what conditions may be mm-hmm. like Brazil's qualifying putting him out on the wet tires yeah, even though there's like what no signs of rain why literally no one else is going out on wets and they did that also with hard compound tires i feel like i don't remember which race but there's been like a lot alpine went out on hard tires and then they followed even though alpine was performing poorly yeah i Um, forget which race that was too but yeah it it does like why do you think that might improve now with benoda gone i don't think benoda is the root problem i mean maybe it will but i don't i don't expect it to I don't expect it to get better, not not with just that. High hopes for the next season, hopefully. What's some of your like favorite Formula One moments just since you've been watching? Favorite race, maybe some memorable crashes or wins or anything from you? Germany 2019, seeing Seb work from last on the grid to second. And I mean, honestly, that just that entire race mm-hmm. in general was incredible to watch. Daniel Ricciardo's win at Monaco and I believe 2018. I think you're right, yeah. That was a really good one. The comeback one? Yeah, that was a really great, that was a really great moment. Leclerc winning at Monza, I think, I can't remember, like Leclerc at Monza, I can't remember what, was it 2020? I think think it was 20, well last year was 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 Daniel Ricciardo. Was it his first year at Ferrari? And then was the year before that Charles or was it Pierre? 
It was either 2020 or 2019, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that one was really, really good. 2021, the, the finale was really memorable. Of course, yeah. I didn't really have a personal stake in that as much, but... I think, obviously, for Mercedes and Red Bull fans, it was intense, but I think it was enjoyable for people who weren't involved almost even more because you didn't have to it was do a show it was a show for sure so uh you said germany 2018 right that was the race that you were uh 2019 2019 that was the race you went to correct yes that's the one that i saw in person what was that like compared to like watching on tv um would you say it's a better experience well, obviously yes obviously amazing um, but watching it the atmosphere is really is incredible it, it's just everything is is so much more of an experience and it's it's i mean a lot like a live sport of any kind of when it's televised versus being there in person because again like the atmosphere the noise everything is so much more intense and uh and you don't really miss all that much because they do have screens all around the track that mm -hmm. are showing what the the cameras are broadcasting so you see what's going on you do have to figure out a little bit more for yourself if you don't speak the language because yeah. like the commentators at the track it's you know they're in german yeah they're in their their native language and could you hear like team radios or anything like that or it was mostly just visual i think you could do that if you had like a radio on you but i didn't i didn't have one of those i was just um just there to experience it yeah, yeah pretty much and it was a rainy kind of track the first weekend. two days or the first yeah like, friday and, and saturday that was when like there was a massive heat wave in in europe like over 100 degrees and it was stupid stupid hot and also very dry it wasn't a um like a humid heat thank god because it would have been pretty unbearable not even unbearable it probably would have been dangerous to be that hot and mm. humid so the first two days were both extremely hot and extremely dry but come sunday that's when like it started pouring Right. Which is and 70 degrees at the highest. So a range of conditions. For the actual race, was it delayed or anything like that? Or nope. everything ran on time? No, everything everything ran on time. And you got to see the Mercedes Botas crash out pretty much right in front of you, correct? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And um, That was fun. What was, what was like the most memorable thing you think from that weekend? Hamilton's like minute-long pit stop. <laughs> after he like scurried into the pits after hitting the wall yeah, yeah. after hitting the wall right after Charles Leclerc did mm -hmm. um, he went around the cone and I think he might have gotten a penalty for that I think he did cut get the track yeah. yeah his crew were not prepared at all and they were running around like chickens with their heads cut off it was it was very fun to watch yeah I, even from like watching that at home I remember that being one of the more memorable races I've seen with both the Mercedes kind of getting an incidence Vettel coming from up from his climb yeah Verstappen won there were a couple other yeah. drivers that I think Lance spun Stroll out. podiumed that race really I think I don't so remember that, I but think yeah did. I think he was third and Kubica got points wow what a what a day what were like other things you could do while you were there besides watching the actual races qualifying practice all that stuff uh they had um in between events they had other things going like Porsche uh cup cars going around in their own events on the side of the track they had a museum with a bunch of old vehicles classic motorcycles a bunch of supercars that kind of thing and they had like a fan area with a pit stop challenge uh they had a kiosk where there was they had like racing wheels set up with f1 2019 probably 2020 
that you could do races on if you waited in line for a bit. They had a big stage with music and like driver interviews they did. They had a like a James Bond exhibit. They had a bunch of stuff. And obviously like food and water and merchandise stands everywhere. Right. And that was Hockenheim, right? Yep. Which isn't on the calendar anymore. No, it is not, unfortunately. So if you could go to any race at any track, doesn't have to be on the current calendar, where would you go? All expenses paid. That's a hard one. Um, one part of me wants to say Monaco, and I think it would be really neat to do for the atmosphere. Right. But also, I don't know, it feels like the stereotypical answer, and it's probably not all that is cracked up to be. And um, watching it might not be as... Yeah, and the actual race itself isn't going to be good. Right. Qualifying would be pretty fun Qualifying there, would though. be interesting, the race itself, not so much. Could watch it from a yacht, though. Yeah. <laughs> if you own one or knew someone All expenses paid. Um, but I do really like Spa... Spa or Silverstone or Monza. Are those your favorite tracks too, or just probably? Ones you think yeah, would be? I love, I love. I think if I had to pick one track, I'd probably say Spa. Yeah, as much as I like associate Silverstone with Mercedes, just because it's Lewis Hamilton's home race, mm-hmm. I love that track. Like, there's consistently good Silverstone races. Silverstone is a close, is a close second. Honestly. Circuit of the Americas would be a fun one to go to. Coda I've heard, would be fun. I've heard, I've heard, like it's always consistently been good racing there. I also, I would agree. And it's so close, we should go, but yeah, close. <laughs> closer than most. What's your favorite, like, street circuit? Singapore? Oh, Suzuka. No, back to the previous question. <laughs> Suzuka. I want to go to Suzuka. Fair. Suzuka um, is a great just, track. Yeah, too. before we went back on it. But no, um, Singapore is probably my favorite street circuit. Singapore is my favorite racetrack. I think it's when I first started watching. Singapore's great. It was my first like memorable race. I feel like I remember watching it and just being like in awe of the track and then like going through the streets and then like Singapore in the background and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always been super interested in that track. But you started Singapore watching track. before you went to school, and now that you've become you're becoming an engineer, do you have a different understanding of Formula One? Do you think? I mean, a little bit. I feel yeah. like you understand like the mechanics of it better yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I think a little bit not as much as I probably should but yeah I feel like you appreciate the mechanics behind the cars more yes now that you know how they work absolutely well kind of know how they work it's still highly advanced stuff that they're doing do you think you'd be interested in being an engineer for a Formula 1 team yeah I think it'd be neat I think the hardest part would be rebuilding cars after qualifying or anything, trying to get them ready for a race. Yeah, I mean, it depends, because you can be a mechanic who's there at the track, or you can be an engineer who's, like, designing the parts. There's probably an overlap between those two, but I imagine that there's largely a a separation between the guys who are designing the car itself and the guys who are putting it together. Right. And then, really, my last note is, from a fan's perspective, if you could change any thing about Formula One, it could be the most insignificant little thing or a whole new rule, what would you say? Because Formula One has changed quite a bit. Obviously, even since 2016, we have the new car regulations and tires, Mm. but also, you know, fans are bigger after more publicity, things like that, anything you want. Oh, it's impossible. It's not going to happen, but uh, Middle Eastern oil money, Mm. keep it out of it, especially because, like, we get all, not even, like, the obvious thing is like oh human rights atrocities are committed in all these countries that they keep racing in that keep hosting races and despite the whole we races one thing right they can't publicly yeah. talk about anything there and yeah. stuff like that like, yeah and like the whole i think the new like rule against not making political statements i don't mm-hmm. know how well that's going to be enforced because like what are you going to do right if a driver decides to speak out they're the ones making money for you but like all that stuff all that 
deservedly horrible stuff aside, the tracks there are not good. <laughs> like Jeddah. Jeddah's yeah. the worst. Jeddah's Abu Dhabi is favorite. a terrible season finisher. Okay, it's so always a terrible season finisher. You would it's take never out interesting. the tracks in general, races and stuff there, or would you like take out the funding from them, uh, sponsorships I mean, and stuff? I mean, ideally everything. Yeah, Ideally everything, but that's more of a geopolitical problem than an F1 problem. So right. we'll just say stop racing there because the tracks are terrible. I agree. Jeddah is my least favorite track ever, and I hated it last year. It was such an awful it's race. Awful. Abu Dhabi too, and I think Qatar is the ugliest circuit like shape I've ever seen, which yeah. is kind of a silly thing to complain Abu about. Abu Dhabi is a terrible way to end the season, especially when Brazil is right before. Mm, yeah, and Brazil is, is, one is again best. usually one of the best, is one of the better tracks. Right. Yeah. Um, this results in something fun to watch. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for joining me. Um, As we count down for the season to begin, I'm Kate and this is Third Gear Racing.